Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your hands. Let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work Ram Zone. I hope you're never the same. And we have myself, Luke Andrews, and again, Dave, the Mad Money Man Cruz. Thank you, Lucas. Going through the discussion with us. We're going to have some fun. We're going to keep it going fast. We've got a lot to cover. Uh, the real challenge today is we want you people to call. If you're listening today and you feel the urge to call, don't procrastinate. Don't don't do like you've done in the past and say, I'll get to it. You know, your finances are very, very important, and, and it's scripturally. You should be taken care of. The Bible tells us to be good stewards, and we're going to get into that a little bit. But uh, I'm glad to have you alongside myself, uh, filling in for the large and witty shoes of Jim Brangenberg. Thank you, Mr. Dave Cruz. But we want calls today, right, Lucas? Yeah. No, we're uh, looking for calls. Now's not too soon, anytime. Not at all. And today's going to be kind of a round table. Again, we're going to be talking about tough questions questions that advisors get from their clients. So call into the studio. Try to I want someone to try to take Dave Cruz's uh, years and years of experience. Well, let's not overemphasize uh, years, the years. A couple <laughs> couple years of experience, all right? Uh, and just see if you can stump him. Let's pe- let's play oh, stump Dave happen. Cruz can't today. Can't happen today. So do this for me. Please call into the studio today. It's your show, okay? It's only your show if you call in. Otherwise, it's just Dave and I looking at each other. Oh, uh, bad scene. Scary, yeah. scary, <laughs> scary, very scary. Uh, so if you if you are able to call in from a toll-free number, it's 877-943-9673. Let me repeat that. 877-943-9673. 
Again, this is your chance. This is your chance to talk to Dave Cruz and Luke Andrews with Bel Air Wealth Management about any of the tough questions that you could have. Uh, it just it, what, anything to do with finance. Because this here is for Casual Friday, right? We it don't have ca- ties no, on today. No ties. Any no questions suits. are in the realm. Yeah. So that's cool. We're we may lo- not know, but uh, we're, we're looking to have fun. We're looking to have some fun today. Exactly. So. Let, before we go real deep, I just want to ask you, Dave, how is Christ making a difference in your life today? Well, Luke, you know, Christ promises life more abundant when we accept him as our Savior. And, um, and, and he certainly blessed me with abundance both here, but even more importantly, into eternity. After this life, he gives us a promise that, man, He's preparing a mansion for us in heaven. Yeah. Uh, I, I think we have no concept of it's, what that will look like. It'll just be it'll just streets of gold. How good is that? It is. It's a it's a mind. You know the the it, God says that we can't even comprehend. And if you've ever really sat down and tried to think about it, you understand. You you can't understand. Can't, you can't comprehend. No idea what really it's going to be like. You know and. Uh, I'm, I'm trying each and every day. No one's perfect. And I think what people will get out of this t- today and, and, and after hearing us several times, when, when we're asked that question, how is Christ making an impact in our lives? And I, I try to look at, uh, you know, my family, uh, my clients, my coworkers, and hopefully, you know, friends, friends, you know, I, I'm, I'm fortunate you've, to be in a position. Got, where, you've got friends, Lucas? Other than you and Jim, <laughs> I do have Ace. Ace is my brother back there, right? right Ace gives me right, the thumbs right. up. Ace, you know, we're, we're, I actually gave Ace some history the other day yes. about the last name Andrews, you know, so uh, there's some good things with that. But Christ is is, he is the center of my life. That doesn't mean I'm perfect. Right. That doesn't mean everything's great. Uh, That didn't didn't mean because he's the center of my life that the stock market is up over one and a half percent today. Right. Those that's not what we're talking about. That could be just a little extra. Why not? Why not? Why not? Right. Enjoy it. That's right. So at the end of the day, you know, it's about my family. It's about my wife, Dana, about my daughter, Riley, my son, Giovanni, my parents parents and and those that actually are very important to me who I wake up every day and prayerfully pray for. Amen. It, it's my friends that reach out to me and I start praying for them yes. by name. It's my clients that I'm bringing on board and then we're all of a sudden saying, you know, God, give me wisdom to do the best that I can. We're running out of time here. We got to take a break. Dave and I are excited to be talking to you about the tough questions for our clients. Hey, I'm your uh, I'm your guest host, Luke Andrews, filling in for the Jim Rangenberg. Uh, thanks for listening, Tampa Bay and around the world. Uh, Jim's not here today, so we can kind of beat up on him a little bit, have some fun with him. Uh, he's not here to mess with us today, isn't that right, Dave? That's cool. Yeah. I'm here. Hi, Jim. With, hi, Jim. <laughs> Hope you're listening. I'm here with uh, Dave Cruz. What we'd like to do real quick is thank our sp- show sponsors, which is myself, uh, Dave Cruz, Randy Pattison at Bel Air Wealth Management. Dot com. Uh, for Wealth Advisors with an Eternal Perspective. You can find us online at www.belairwealthmanagement.com. That's belairwealthmanagement.com. Beautiful, beautiful. Also, thanks to Most Insurance for auto, home, life, and small business insurance. You can find them online at www.mostins.com. That's mostins.com. So so Dave and I have, have started the show. We wanted to hit on a few things. We're talking about uh, the tough questions we get for our clients. But we'd love to be interrupted by phone calls. I'm, right. I mean, seriously. Just, just saying. There's, there's <laughs> people. There, there's, there's, listen, the third servant 
There's a bunch of third servants out there today. We want the first and the second servant in the parable where they took the money. They, they took the money of the master and what did they do? They invested it. They came back and the servant was happy when they multiplied the investment. Don't be the third servant today, okay? It's time. Let's get off our hands. Let's make the call. The numbers to call into the studio today are 877-943-9673. 877-943-9673. For those of you that are shy, feel free to call in and Ace will take down your information. We'll set up a free consultation. No obligation, just to take a look to see where you're at today and what we can do to help you. And if that doesn't work and you want to text 727-798-4188, if you'd like to text a question into the show, I'll take that. So let's get back into it. So we're going to talk about some of the tough questions that our clients asked us. But first, God calls us to be good stewards, does he not, Dave? He does. Does he call us to diversify? And remember what that means. This is not our money. No matter what we have, no matter what we think we have, no matter what we don't have, it's all it all belongs to God. It's not our money. We are stewards. And when when you are caretakers. When you change your thinking to that, it it changes the the eternal perspective of what we're doing. Uh, so does he call us to diversify, Dave Cruz? He does. Several times in the Bible he he's he tells us to uh Diversify not only in their financial assets, but counsel of others. We yeah. are not we are not islands. That's not in the Bible, but but we are not islands. We're we not are by not, ourselves. We are not Lone Ranger Christians. <laughs> yes. So, That's not in the Bible either. <laughs> no, it's not in the Bible. Okay, so we are, I mean, this is why Dave and I are here. We kind of feel uh, led to be a part of the I Work For Him radio ministry. We're serving the kingdom of God with the financial advisor mindset. We're here for you. We're challenging you to call today. Don't wait. Don't procrastinate like the last time you said you're going to get your finances in order. Do it now. Do it today. The number at the studio again, one last time, is 87—not one last time. We'll do it again. 877-943-9673. Again, 877-943-9673. So, Dave— Yes. Tell me, what, is, what would you say is the number one question that you get asked from, a, whether it's a new client or an existing client? What's, what's one of the, the, big, the big questions you get? Well, let me, let me back up a minute because it depends on the client. It depends on the prospect client, uh, a little bit of what their outlook is in life. Uh, for instance, I've got a couple of my favorite clients that I call accumulators. They, uh, their purpose in life is just to accumulate more. Nothing wrong with that, nothing bad about it. Yeah. But th- they're the ones that would tell me you can never be too rich or too thin. <laughs> but thin doesn't matter, being rich does. <laughs> Did you say thin? Thin. Thin, thin. Yes, like thin. You thin. Can't, you can't be, okay. too, can't be right. too skinny, right? I understand, so, yeah. So anyway, um, accumulators just want to be rich. Money is a way to keep score. That's all money is. And like I say, it's not good or bad. In fact, in some cases, that money is not their God. They really right. don't care. They're just out here to keep score. We know, we know the love of money is the root yeah, of all exactly, the things, okay? Exactly. It's not having money. Uh, we're not endorsing uh, you. We're not endorsing you one way or another. We're just letting you know what are some of the tough questions yeah, right, that right. Dave get asked. Okay. But anyway, that accumulator says, says uh, just make my portfolio grow. And, and surprisingly, these people do not live above their means. Uh, they, they're, they're the neighbor next door. They may right. have a few million dollars in their account. And you have no idea. No idea. And they just like to keep score. Yeah. Now, their question is going to be different. They're gonna, their question is, you know, how are you going to grow my money as fast as possible? They want to, and they're going to be more aggressive in their portfolio than somebody else. 
Uh, for, for instance, another type of person I have is a family steward. A family steward says, uh, good investing lets me take care of my family. This is probably um, yeah. a, 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 my second largest group of people. They mm -hmm. want to make sure they're taking care of security. Um, women love that security. Right. And financial security is one of them. Uh, of course, eternal security is by far more important, and we hope we hope all our clients have that perspective in mind. But mm -hmm. uh, but they want the security, and and the family steward type person is is a is another broad category that that we address. Now their their question is going to be, how are you going to keep my portfolio safe? What happens in two thousand eight when the stock market crashed? What are you going to do for me? <laughs> What'd you do for them? Well, we <laughs> yeah, what'd you do? We, we followed the model. We followed the <laughs> ah, principles. Very good, very and, good. And um, fortunately, those type of clients did not go down as far as the market. I can't yeah. say they didn't go down at all, but the market went down far more. And I know we'll probably hit on that a little bit later. Yeah, right. Yeah, right, that's right. one of the things we, we talk about models a lot in yeah. our business, and uh, we do use them. What else you got? Anything else yeah, from these people? Yeah, sure. A couple other categories, broad categories. Um, investment phobics. They're afraid to talk about investments. They're afraid of, of putting their money to work. They're more like the, the third. The third servant. The servant. third servant. Yeah. They want to bury it, put it, put it where it's not going to, uh, not going to ever lose anything. The only trouble is by doing that, it does lose it's guaranteed to lose something. Right. They're not, especially in today's society, they're not going to keep up with inflation. Yeah. They guarantee themselves a loss by burying it someplace where it does not have a chance to grow. Right. I do not think God today is any happier with those people than what he was 2,000 years ago when Jesus gave that parable. Right. That's it. Well, that's, that's a good point. You know, when Jesus talks, we all need to listen, right? I mean, the, he, he gives these parables for those that have ears to hear and those that really want to seek the truth. And, you know, you can spin this one way or the other, but the truth is the truth. He had three servants, okay? The parable of the three servants. He had three. Two of them took the silver. They didn't bury it. They didn't exactly. hold on to it. They weren't afraid of they, losing they, it. And they had that chance. It they might did. Have, it, might have gone, it might have gone wrong for them. Right. And, and if it did, I don't think I don't think the master would have been upset. No. You did the best you could. Absolutely. And that's kind of the idea. And and he rewarded those two exactly. and he reprimanded the third. So so investment phobics, that kind of falls in line with that, you know, uh the third servant and just wanting to bury their I mean, are there any are there any listeners out there today? I, there has to be one, Dave. Yeah. Yes, there has to be yes. one. There's got to yes. be one, Dave. That I'm you know, telling you, there's there's more not, than one. Yeah, right. there's not right. one. Right. There's right. not right. one. Right. I used right. to be in banking. I was a lot of, the of a lot doubt. of my career was in banking, and it's just amazing. I'm not saying putting it in the bank is burying it, but if you put a checking account, checking account, it might as well be buried That's, because you're not you're not well, uh, inflation you're not putting it, it to work. Yeah, yeah. It, it's going to go away. Um, but these kind of people, rather than these kind of people are going to ask a different question from us. They're going to ask, uh, what kind of relationship are you going to have with me? They're more interested right. in what their relationship is with their advisor mm -hmm. than what their portfolio return is going to be. They yeah. don't want to lose it, obviously, but, but at the same token, they're going to say, you know, will I ever hear from you? You're going to, I'm going to bring you my money and you're going to invest it for me. Will I ever hear from you from now on? Uh, because some of their experiences have, have been that way. Uh, they they got involved with a with an advisor or a company right. and and suddenly they're an eight hundred number and they oh, can't yeah. reach anybody. Dial one for 
for Spanish, dial two for English, and Not maybe that those we'll are pick, bad languages. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. Uh, great languages. Wish I could okay, speak okay, them. Okay. Wish I could speak them. <laughs> yes, me too. <laughs> I wish I could speak six languages. But you're having a, a hard time with English. We're, we're <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> we're having fun. So yeah, so you've hit. So you've, so you've got. Uh, you've so so far you've hit the, your your clients accumulators. Those who you know can never be too rich or too thin. Yeah, it doesn't right, matter. Rich right, matters. Right, right. You've got your family stewards who right. are, if you if I remember correctly, those they want to take care of their loved ones. Yeah, exactly. You've got your investment phobes, phobics. Pho- they I don't like want investment to talk. Phobes. They, they don't, don't want to talk about. They nothing. don't want to talk about portfolios. They simply want to stick their head in the sand. Yep. Hit, hit on your last one if we can last here real quick. One I call independence. Independence, uh, just looking for successful means to freedom. Freedom means so much, you know. Mm-hmm. And who has more freedom than Christians? Amen. Christ followers have the most oh, freedom of anybody. Well, now, now, listen, it's free when you take it to the cross and you leave it. It's not free when you pick it well, back up it, and take it with and, you. And it wasn't free for Christ. Yeah. I mean, he gave everything. He gave everything. So the independence, it sounds like they, is creating a sense of freedom is important to them. So we have been talking today about the tough questions Dave and I get from our clients. And I, prospects. And prospects. That's a good point. I'm going to, I'm going to, is it okay? Can I do mine? Yes. You can let me yes, do one? Yeah. Well, well, I mean. Okay, Luke. Okay. <laughs> okay. Give me what, what is, what is the. What is one of the questions that you get in talking to your clients or prospects? Well, maybe it's because my age or because I look so young. I look so young. Oh, yeah, don't it, stretch it. Don't okay, stretch okay. it. You, you passed that, uh, you know, I a couple, couple milestones. Oh, man. You may not be uh, white on top yet, but you're, No, you know. I'm not. I don't know if I will be. You didn't be. graduate from college last year. All right, all right. Uh, you know, one of the questions I get, all uh, not all the time, but a lot, is I'm nervous about the stock market and I'm l- nervous about losing everything. Yeah, people get a little little fear. A little fear goes into it, yes. But what happened to the third? I'm going to keep hitting on the third servant, yeah, right. okay? What right. happened to the third servant? He was reprimanded severely. Was he rewarded? He was not rewarded. He was reprimanded for burying what he had. Okay. So one of our long-distance mentors is Mr. Warren Buffett, would you say? Oh, uh, he's, you know, he's among, one Among of, Brian Westbury, you know, yep. Warren Buffett, oh, someone Interesting, that, interesting guy, Warren Buffett. Very much so. Uh, he, he actually did recently ask CNBC, not plugging shows, to be booked on the show 20 years from now, the next 20-year reunion. And I, he, just, he said he booked wanted to be on booked our show? On, on, the, on right, no, their show. Right. <laughs> well, here's, listen to this. this. This was back in 2008. When no, people well, were feeling that fear. That, right. Yeah, what happened yeah. in 2008? Well, I mean, if you if you remember correctly, S&P. the S&P was down over 38%. Exactly. Right? Yes. So Warren Buffett, in 2008, in the midst of all this mayhem, in the midst of everything, he said, today, people who hold cash equivalents, okay, what, what's a cash equivalent? It's money it's market, che- money in checking, a savings account, checking, checking account, money market. maybe even a CD cash, at that time. Uh, cash under the mattress is under the old mattress, phrase. In the, uh, in the safe at home. Yeah, right. He, he's, he said that people who hold cash equivalents feel comfortable, right? And he, what does he say? He said, no, they shouldn't. They have opted for a terrible long-term asset, one that pays virtually nothing and will only depreciate in value. Depreciate. That's not appreciate. That's the third servant. Equities will all... He didn't say that part. I added that in there. Equities will almost certainly outperform cash over the next decade, probably by a substantial degree. 
Most major companies will be setting new profit records in the next 5, 10, and 20 years from now. Ask yourself this, America, (laughs) those around Tampa and around the world, what has happened since 2008 in the market? Has the S&P, did it sit there flat? now is back at new highs, even the NASDAQ, the tech sector. Is Warren Buffett a profit? How did he's he know wise, all this? He's a wise person. What if he was? Well, he's a wise investor. You know, the funny thing about Warren Buffett, remember in 2000 when we had the dot-com crash? Dot-com. 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 People yes. said Warren's, Warren's a has He been. lost, he, right. He, I remember, yeah. Warren was no longer a viable investor. Mm. And uh, he didn't understand the new economy. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, we had the dot-com crash, and the only one left standing was Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett. And it's not because he was a prophet. It's because he had wisdom. Wisdom. Yeah, exactly. He's not a prophet. He, he didn't. He doesn't. Well, you know, he's, he's very experienced. But what he does is he, he looks for opportunities, right? He study. Well, he does. I mean, he's got a whole. He's probably has 100,000 of yeah, research yeah, analysts I'm, that I'm, are doing a lot of the legwork. And he's kind of the front guy nowadays. I, I, I like to say we do the same thing. Ex- except That he, was where I was going. He buys companies and we buy stocks. And ETFs so, or other yeah, things. Right. So, uh, so pieces of companies. So we, pieces we buy of com- pieces of company. He buys the whole thing. Right. So my so will you go back to the question? I'm nervous about the stock market. And, and, and I understand. And, and because of 2008 and 2001 and in the little correction we've had this year, you know, think about this. If the correction we had back in September, what if you would have pulled out in the market because you panicked? Yeah, right. A lot of people you, did. You, you guaranteed you're a loss again. We That's, were down to 1830, 1850 on yeah, the right, S&P. Right. And where are we at today? 2050, 60, 70, something like you, that. You, you guarantee. And and that's the uh, you got to take the emotions out of investing. You, when you get that fear, that's when you got to think about what can you find to buy. That. Here, let me read a quote. Brian Westbury is a guy that we I look love up Brian to. Westbury. He's probably not listening in today, but we're <laughs> going to plug it anyway. This, this is what his tweet was today. He said, if the past two weeks didn't convince you of the futility of being a trader, I don't know what will. Get an advisor and invest. Amen. You know, you, you, mentioned, you mentioned Warren said in 2008, Will new profit records be set in 5, 10, and 20 years? Yeah. That's no different than today. He's saying the same stuff today. It's it's the same. Long term. Will, yeah. will profits be higher in 5, 10, and 20 years? Most, absolutely. Right. Not, almost absolutely. We, we hit buy and hold uh, Wednesday. Was Warren Buffett buy and hold? Certain things, right? Certain things. Well, and yeah, he can companies. manage. Yeah, that's the difference. He can manage the companies, which change with the times we we manage the investments which change with the times right. he is buying different companies in different yes. sectors yes. across you know his most recent big one that everyone mostly knows is the big railroad company yeah right, you know, and right, right. what's he transporting and, oil exactly soon to what, be possibly natural gas and and what does he uh he changed the whole structure of the railroad right what the engines no longer they do today, but they're no longer going to burn diesel. They're going to burn natural gas. Natural gas. And Warren's looking ahead saying that's going to save him money on it. So he changes with the times also. Absolutely. So for those out there that uh, I always like to give Dave, my friend Dave here, a hard time. He really <laughs> does look similar to Warren Buffett. If you if you look at them both side by side, wait a hey, minute, they wait could a minute. be Warren's brothers. 80, 85. You're a far better younger looking brother. Warren younger Buffett. Brother, younger, right? younger, okay, younger. Okay. All right. So let, let's, uh, let's get back to uh, some 
questions. So what can what can people do if they want some uh, want some advice? on how to take advantage of those profits. Well, call in. Yes. Call in. Oh. Brian Westbury. What first number trust, would they call? A, well, they can call 877-943-9673. Let, let's do this. Sometimes you got to give away food. Yeah, right? you got to give away something <laughs> to really get people to die. little incentive, right? We, we've got, we're going to do some Chick-fil-A gift cards. Oh, we're I love have, Chick-fil-A. Me too, likewise. And a good, com- good Christian Good company, people, yeah. people that love the Lord. Yes. So let, call in. And ask us any financial question, or you can text us. We know sometimes you get a little nervous. You don't want to maybe uh, call in to make that call. But if you do call in, the number to call, I'm going to say it slow, 877-943-9673. One more time, 877-943-9673. Or you can text 727 727- Seven nine eight four one eight eight seven two seven seven nine eight four one eight eight. The first one to actually call in with a question for us will get the gift card. We appreciate don't, don't it. Don't text if you're driving, though. Yes. No. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Just, don't do that. Yeah, no, it's Friday no. traffic. They want to get that Chick-fil-A. They want to be the first. They're texting it. It's yeah, not yeah, good. Right, right, right. So, Dave, uh, let's do this here. Um do you ever get asked, will I lose all my money? Surprisingly, good question. I, I have been asked that before. It's a good question. It is not a good question. <laughs> well, <laughs> let, let, take it from the uh, the the, the investor yeah, side. Yeah, right, right. I'm sure there's someone listening today, like the servant who hid their silver right. in the earth. They didn't want to lose it. So Re- will I lose all my money, Dave? Regardless of... The allocations that we have, whether they're stocks, bonds, or the other asset classes that we have, they're all publicly traded companies. Nothing we do is not publicly traded. Yeah. And there are companies such as Chevron Oil, Exxon Oil, McDonald's, all those kind of companies. We're not now, suggesting those companies. No, no, we're, thank you. Luke. Yeah, we're, those are <laughs> thank some you. We're companies. Not suggesting, they're all, uh, but, all but traded my companies. Point, exactly. Yeah. My, my point is that if every one of those companies went out of business at the same time, uh, we're going to be in our backyards with guns. The society would not function. So no, there's no probability that they will lose all their investments. We're talking today about some of the tough questions our clients ask us. So let's uh, let's kind of get back into it. I'm gonna. What I wanted to do is really just hit on the Bel Air Wealth Management philosophy. We've kind of hit on what our clients. You know, those are some of the tough questions our clients ask us. You know, sometimes it's even good for us to say, "Hey, clients, this is what you yes. should be asking your advisor." Yeah. You know, maybe we'll hit that too in a second, but. Our philosophy, okay, at Bel Air Wealth Management, we have a motto. Randy, if you're listening, you'll be proud. Our motto is the profit in a bull market. And then if you, what, what a bull market, what's a bull market, Dave? A bull market is when the long-term trend is increasing for equities as a whole. There you go. Couldn't be said more elementary, my friend. Uh, and then we also, we try to protect your assets in a bear market. What's a bear market? In a Bear market is the inverse. You turn that chart. If you were charting, you'd turn that upside down, and the long-term trend is now declining in the in the market in the S and P 500 and the market as a whole. Good. So I'm just going to hit on two of our models that that we run in-house. Uh, one is called our Star Model. It's it stands for Simple Trend and Rank. And if we go back, we back tested back to 2001, January 1st, 2001, our minimum, our, our low allocation model has ha- hadn't had one down year since 2001. 
Now, it's not going to capture all the, uh, the upswing of the, it's not going to capture all of the profit of the S&P, but that's not the model of it. We're asking our philosophy is to profit during bull markets and to protect during a bear market. Another one of our models. Th- yeah. That would probably be uh, an appropriate model for somebody who wants to be a family steward. That would they, be the number two servant, too, yes, going back to our yeah, parable. Exactly, that's the number exactly. two servant. That's the number two servant. That's yeah. the model that he would say, hey. That, that's yeah, for I, me. I, I, wanna, I need I to make some money. Incre- I want to make some money, but but I want to be a little. Either. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So the the other one, so the third ser- or the first servant, the one who kind of took the five and he he did a little bit. He's more our than accumulator, all of, right? That's our accumulator. What he would like our sector rotation model, wouldn't he? Yes, he would. Our sector it's, rotation since two thousand one back tested. It's been up over fourteen percent average, average per year in a sector. If you're familiar, sector is uh, technology, it's uh, healthcare, it's uh, energy, utility. Those are all different sectors. So what this model does is it ranks the top models. There's a few other things that go into it, but from the 10,000 foot view, we rank all the top models and we rotate them on a monthly basis and to find the best ones. And, and let me tell you some exciting news. Tell I'm me, sure Dave, you know, I know what you're going <laughs> to you say. Know, well, we have a new, a new, we have a person on board. That's a CFA chartered mm. Financial analyst, good guy. They're they're like they're like the smartest people in the room, no matter what room they go in. So good that's point. that's very cool. And and uh, talking about sector rotation, what I like about him, he's got a sector rotation model, which is based on the economics, mm. the macroeconomics of what's happening in the world and the country, rather than after the things happen. He he's he's got that model worked out to to where we take advantage of what things are happening today and possibly tomorrow. That's that's no. It's powerful. Well, that's exciting because in every economy, there's always a sector that is doing well. There's inverse relationships in markets. Inverse meaning is when one's doing one thing, the other one's doing another, right? So what did that model do in 2008 by chance? It was up into get it. 2008, the S&P was down 38. This model was up over 9%. Up over up 9%. Up over 9%. Nice. So if you take this 14% compound annual growth, what does that mean Every five, a little over every five years, Dave? You double your money. You double your over money. Five a little years. over five just, years. Just on that average, which is what the model did for the past 11 years? No, since 2001. Wow. January 1st. Wow. We want to go back. Cool. We want to give it all the credit the credit's due. I th- and that's pretty exciting. So, listen, we're, we're not saying uh, we have the best way. We're saying we have a great way. You know, we come from Pinellas all the time, Dave. I live in Seminole. If I was to take the Courtney Campbell Bridge over to Tampa, would that be I, very smart? Yes. Well, it depends. <laughs> it depends not where for, you're going in Tampa. <laughs> well, that's if I'm going to downtown Tampa, I'm okay, taking the okay, Park Boulevard, okay, the Howard okay, Franklin Bridge. Okay. So there's three bridges, correct? Yeah. You have the Courtney Campbell. That'll get you kind of to that airport area. I had to say that because I took that over today. Well, you came from the office in Bel Air at 2811 West Bay Drive. Bel Air Management. right next to the Marlin Darling. com. What would people do if they wanted some some help with their portfolio? Well, they would would come over to the office. We'd go to Marlin Darling. We'd go to Bonefish, actually. So if they lived in Tampa, which bridge would they take? Courtney Campbell. Yes, right down West Bay, East Bay, West Bay, right to our office. 
the reason I brought up the bridges is it's like all advisors. There's so many different advisors. How do you choose which one's the best one? Well, you choose someone like Dave and I. You make the call today. You try to get some questions answered. We're not saying when we, w- we would hire you. You might not hire us, but yes. we may not want to hire you either. My point is you can take all three bridges and they'll get you to Tampa, but there's always one that's better than the rest. Yes. That's our job. Yeah. Our job, Dave. I like it. Our Luke. job, Dave, I is like to it, find Lucas. the best bridge to get you to the end destination. I like it, Lucas. Well, let's uh let's hit this next one. So, Dave, your experience as an advisor, you bring, you know, not just the finance side of the business, but you've been in banking a long time. You've got some pretty neat things that you do to help generate income in a portfolio. I just wanted you to to kind of hit on that a little bit, put it out there, um, because these are ideas that Dave Cruz is willing, over lunch, of course, to teach anyone. But we'd buy. He, he, we'd buy. <laughs> Dave loves this stuff. He's I waiting for this. someone I other than me stuff. to listen to him. I do the, love this stuff. And I really, I, I, I really love accumulators because they say, here, here, make make this grow for me. That's it. And, yeah. and one, one thing I've been doing in a bull market yeah, I've been I've been selling some options. Good. And people get a little afraid of the options things because they say, oh, that's got to be risky. Well, it's not. It's in fact, selling puts is, is what I like to do the most in a bull market. And it's less risky than going out and buying the stock. Right. And, and not only that, but you get a premium. Somebody pays you to buy the best company that you think you, you can buy at the time. And you it's, didn't put any money up for it. And, and just... possibly didn't put any money. It possibly, possibly. Didn't, possibly if you have a margin account, you don't put up any money. I mean, those it's, are... it's great. So, so give me your experience. Let, let the audience know that it's not just Luke and Dave have fun, but the, you know, I'm, I, you're my mentor. You're, you and Randy are people that I go to. That, that's who I learn from. So I'm going to let you kind of get uh, do some self edification here versus me patting you on the back. Um, you know, let let the audience know that you're a professional. Let them know your licenses, what you do, and how you do it. That's you. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm waiting I'm, here. I'm gonna, well, first of all, I'm going to say we have to have fun when we work. Yeah. I mean, that's the bottom line. You want to bring. You you want to deal with a person who goes to work every day at a nine to five job, or do you want a person that lives lives what they're doing and goes to work for enjoyment? I yeah. mean, that's it, it makes such a difference. And I just you know I love my work. I'm you know as long as I can do it mentally and physically, I'm going to keep working. I just yeah, yeah it's it's just the best thing the Lord would have me do. Amen. Um, and oh, my you're wife, good at it, too. And my wife likes me out of the house, so well, there's, there's always that, well, right? <laughs> parts that's, you know, there's different but, ways to have a long-lasting marriage, and some of them is right, keep working, right. right? Well, besides working in, in, in the bank, and, and um, you know, I don't mind saying in this area, I worked for First Union for a long time, which, mm-hmm. which became uh, Wachovia, which became Wells Fargo. And also worked for Fortune Bank, which was a you know I was in charge of three and a half billion dollars in assets for mm-hmm. Fortune Bank and fifty two branches on the west coast of Florida, before they became part of Regions Bank. So so um, I enjoyed working for the bank. I have nothing against either of those institutions. They treated me well. I had a lot of fun. But man, did I learn a lot! You wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for them. Let's just look at it. No, I mean, there's a there's always no, that's, a path. That's true. You might the, not be here with me. Yeah, <laughs> that would be a tragedy. Whether good or bad, that would be a tragedy. Right, you, but he, the Lord had a plan. You know, you know, you, you know. The Lord had a plan, right? And um, He opens the doors where 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 the doors should be open, and He closes the doors that shouldn't. Yeah. And um, and I just praise Him for what He's done for me and my family. It's, Amen. It's just, uh, it, it is, uh, it's just great. It's awesome. It's, 
It is. Now we're at a at a good home, Bel Air Wealth yeah, Management dot yeah. com. Bel Air Wealth Management. But yeah, you, you mentioned some of you know, you mentioned some of the uh some of the things I've done. I graduated from trust school, got series seven license, series passed the series sixty three exam, uh insurance, life accident, health, just you know, just all those things, uh and and uh, been blessed through it all. Good. How about you? Yeah. You, well, you know, you you got a little different background, I, but man, I look at what you're doing and say, man, that's pretty cool. I don't know how I do it sometimes, right? <laughs> I know, right? Everybody asks me that. You know, I I have an abbreviation. Like when someone asks me what I do, I say I have an abbreviation firm, and it's a uh, financial plan. That's my number one. Okay, the financial side, because everything else that I do falls inside of this world or this big circle, and it's kind of like a pie chart. So the financial side is full time. It's what I do. It's what I love. And then there's some insurance things that we do because, you know, on the financial side, we need to be protecting our clients. Yes. This isn't an insurance program, but with life insurance and different products, sometimes that makes sense. We're not but big product salespeople um, just because there, there's it's not a big blanket for everyone. Um, but then, the you know, I do I, I dabble in real estate. OK, yeah, I dabble yeah. in real estate. That's I have cool. some mortgages. Um, so when I, what I bring to the table is I like to analyze, especially someone that's one of my clients that says, Hey, I want to buy an investment property. You know, should I pay cash? Should I borrow? How much should I put down? Right. Because if you're, if you're looking at it from the investment side of the business, it's, if you're doing a buy and hold, which buy and hold's actually good in real estate. Sometimes when you're buying, you're buying and holding it for a period of time, you're going to collect rental income. It's, it's a tangible asset, something that's diversified and out of the stock market that may not, it's going to have a little bit of that inverse relationship. So I like to analyze, you know, does it make sense for someone to finance a home? Does it make sense for them to put a large payment or just the minimum down? Depends, right? Or pay, right, exactly. Depends on their situation. Depends on the economy. Interest rates. Interest rates. What are they doing today? Oh, man, they're still Interest at historically rates. low levels. They're under 4%. So there's some opportunities there. Right. You know, we're, we're kind of off track, but but while we're talking, we're, this, you know, this is Friday. This, this is, is casual. Friday. This is casual Friday. We could do anything, right? That's right. No, Jim's not Jim's, here. Jim's not here. <laughs> we... Um, but but uh, we got another guy in our office, Greg, who who uh, came out of the science background, yeah, and particularly in the um, in in the pharmaceuticals, biotech biotechnical area. Mm-hmm. Man, that guy knows a lot about that area, and and you know how much fun that is to invest in in some of that area. It's, yeah. he's got a wealth of knowledge that that we can use, and we mentioned. We mentioned the guy with the chartered financial analyst. He's he's uh, he's he, and Randy. I, I Randy's got I, that I don't big like trust to say business. he's the brightest guy in the room because I'm in the room. But well, you know, of course. I, you know, but but he's very. And then I was going to talk about. I was going to say Randy's got the trust background, the trust business, a, a background in the cable industry, and he brings a whole nother it's, area. Uh, I it's, tell you, it's it's just it's so fun. Many 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 years of of experience, and all of this experience is really to be an asset. For all of our clients, this is Luke Andrews filling in for Jim Brangenberg. I'm with my buddy, my partner, Dave, the Mad Money Man Cruz. I'm going to keep saying that. That's that's sticking with me. Hey, we're running out of time, but I really wanted to hit on something important, okay? 
and it's for those listeners. I know there's and there's more than one out there. There's probably several, but I wanted to really hit kind of in honor of October and in honor of Major League Baseball. I know you're a baseball fan. I dude. love baseball. I, know, I love baseball. I so what options, Dave? Does does an investor who feels like you know they have their employer and that's the only 401k plan they have? They don't have maybe enough money to start investing outside of the plan. But is there something like is there something anyone like that can do? Well, there's a couple of things. For for one, if the company allows it, not everyone does, but if they're over 59 and a half, many companies allow them to take an in-service distribution, which then they can roll it to an IRA and that frees up their choices to almost limitless choices. Secondly, if, if they want to bring in their 401k plan and have us take a, a quick look at it, uh, compare it to what's what's available we can we can uh, we can give them some idea where we think for free, right? For, for what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> just, Randy's yeah, listening. Yeah. Randy's listening. I know, I know, right, right. <laughs> but yes, we will we will do that without without a fee currently. So it, yeah, it's our time. I mean, it's it's one of the things. But take, listen, take this opportunity. We're running out of time. You got to take this opportunity to call into the show. Don't wait. Call now. Now, as we come to another end of the I Work for Him show on Tampa Bay's Faith Talk five seventy nine ten TBN, I want to thank you for listening. I hope we had a good time. I know I did. It's unbelievable how fast the hour does go by. Thanks to Ace, my brother, Andrews. Ace Andrews for his support today, for handling the controls with precise precision. You see that? Precise precision. (laughs) Thanks to our show sponsors, Most Insurance found at mostins.com, mostins.com and belairwealthmanagement.com. I'm going to come up. Found (laughs) online at belairwealthmanagement.com. belairwealthmanagement.com. Crown College found at crown.edu forward slash radio. When you get home today, please take the time to go to our website, iworkforhim.com. And when you get there, you're going to find all kinds of great resources, including links to all the archives from all of our past shows. Also, the ability to join the I Work For Him Nation. Also, there will be a link to the podcast sign up for iTunes. Please also take the time to follow us on Facebook. Just search for I Work For Him. On our Facebook page, we have pictures of our guests when they are in studio. (laughs) That's scary. And our previous and upcoming events. If you're still at the office when I Work For Him comes in the air, find us on iHeartRadio. Search for Faith Talk 570 and 910. Based on today's I Work For Him discussion, what do you think it's going to take for us to take this city for Jesus Christ in the workplace? So we've learned today that our faith can impact our workplace and our lives, not by burying your silver in the earth like the third servant. There is an epic battle for the souls of our co-workers and employees. Join the I Work For Him nation and commit to we need to be praying for them each and every day by name. We need to be purposeful in our actions to them and in the ways that we can serve them. Our Lord and Savior needs you and me to be the best employee around so that the people will be asking why. Remember, you may be the only Jesus your co-workers and employees ever meet and hear. We need you to prepare for this battle. Go to the iWorkForHim.com and join the I Work For Him nation. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your guest host, Luke Andrews. I am a Christ follower and I am accountable, but ultimately, I work for him.